Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast, where we return to the realm of video games and discuss Neo. I'm Brian Ennis. And I'm Joe Lewin. And today we've got something a little bit different for you. Those I went second. Yes. <laughs> you did that the other day and Aaron cacked his pants. I only do it at the end to upset Aaron because otherwise the podcast wouldn't happen. Anyway, we're going to be talking about Neo today, which is a PlayStation 4 exclusive console video game type thing. Yes. Yes. Those of you who have been following us for a long time know we used to talk a lot about video games. Uh, we've mostly been focusing on the tabletop games recently. Yeah, everyone talks about video games. Yeah, but we decided to make a bit of a special dispensation for this because it's... Really good. Yeah, it is really good. <laughs> um, and also, the plague has visited the podcast. Again. Um, again, yeah. We've had kind of like a plague month. A couple of months, to be honest. Yeah, maybe we have a plague year. So if you do like this episode, please make sure to click the like button comment let us know um, and maybe share it with people who also like video games so joe very quickly then what is neo and why is it so special that we've broken with tradition neo is a uh, very similar to the Soulsborne series type game uh, dark souls demon's souls and Bloodborne, Bloodborne. Yeah. yes. Neo is one man's adventure into Japan to rescue his potato spirit, an Irish man's An Irish man. Which is weird. Yeah, um, it's not often you hear Irish accents in games. To be honest, I, I got the game, and even looking at the front cover, I went, oh, the guy from Witcher went to Japan. It look, He looks just like Geralt from, uh, yeah, from yeah. Witcher 3. Yes. And Witcher 2 and Witcher 1, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but... No, I honestly thought that this was Dark Souls in Japan, which it kind of is. Yeah. But this bloke's appeared from nowhere and gone to Japan. Yeah. Chasing He's an a bloke. outsider. Yeah, I, I think I'd have rather he was just Japanese. The, the, you are a Westerner in Japan running around doing stuff where everyone goes, oh, we're rubbish, can you help us? It seems a bit... Well, there's, there's the little bit of look at the West being amazing and, and look at... Look at them struggling. But in order to, for him to be... We may be straying slightly into spoiler territory. Only slightly. We're not going to spoil anything until slightly later on. Yeah. Um, and then we'll tell you before the spoilers so appear. There so. will be a... If you're going to play this game and don't want any story, story spoilers or anything else, the potato spirit thing wasn't really a spoiler. No, it happens right at the beginning, and yeah, and it's I, probably not a potato spirit. I didn't see it as a potato spirit. I saw it. It's like an Irish, like fairy pixie, nixie, grixie kind of thing, and it seemed to be like he's got the you know the the stereotype of the luck of the Irish because he's got this spirit thing um, that looks after him. It's like his guardian angel kind of thing. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, what does it mean to be a Soulsborne game? It's, it's difficult. There is no difficulty setting, so you can't go, oh, I'll play it on easy to enjoy the story. You die a lot. Yeah. And it is almost roguelike in the way that you progress. So you go, ah, ha, 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 and then you die horribly, or fall down a hole, press the wrong button. 
So you, you kind of have this thing of almost farming to get a little bit better so you can progress and get yeah. a little bit better to progress. It, to me, it doesn't feel sort of roguelike. It feels... It, it's got its own sort of risk-reward system built in. Yeah. In the, the currency that you accrue... Uh, to level up your character because it is an action RPG game we and probably it, should have started with yes. that um, it's also just just for a slight deviation from the Souls series uh, both money and whatever they're calling Souls in this one yeah if you die you, you, you keep, keep your, your money, money but you lose your Souls yeah which what? they call Amrita they do uh, which is a mystic thing that gives you powers just like Souls and Blood did in um, Souls yeah so, the, the main difference yeah. between the two is the spelling Yes, uh, very much so. So you progress, you build up, you kill things. They give you these souls that you can use to level up. Yep. We're going to call them souls because it's it's Cause established. Just their souls. It's established words that we've used for years since 2011 for um, these games. Yeah, I want to keep saying I'm Rita. Rita. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd, clumsy word. Yeah. So yeah, so you you collect these, and at any point you can return back to your sort of checkpoint. In the Souls games, they're bonfires. In this game, it's shrines. It is. Uh, where you pray. Yeah. And you can sort of bank them, level up, but then all the enemies reset and you have to kill them all again. Which is where, to me, it feels a little bit roguelike. It's the it's the evolution of that genre, to me. Okay, yeah. Um, that's how I've always seen the Souls yeah. games, anyway. It's just there's none of that randomization and no, that no. kind of thing. No, but there is a lot of dying and then going, oh, okay, I need to try and get some stuff and then get a bit further and then dying yeah. and then... So you can like clear a level and then be about to face the final boss, but you'll have all the souls from that, the things you've yeah. killed. If that boss then kills you, the, the trick with these games, if you return to the site where your souls have been lost, yes. you can pick them back up and everything is fine. Yeah, you don't lose anything, which is nice. But if you don't make it they're, and you die again, they're gone forever. And because you died, all of the enemies reset. Yes, so if you've got all the way to the end of a level yeah and then you try to you you try and you die and you then have to kill all that really hard stuff that you may only have scraped by by the the skin yeah. of your team. and by this point you're probably low on potions elixirs that heal you in this just thought I'd... and because you're low on potions it's... <laughs> do you mean estus <laughs> from the, the souls games potions yeah. um yeah you, you you have this kind of like you say risk reward yeah how is... far do you push how far do you want to come back bank level up and then tackle the thing again or Being are you, you get to push it you might get through a bit quicker and easier yeah. and it's it's a genre that encourages you to replay levels replay encounters replay enemies to yeah. to get good rewards you for learning enemy attack patterns um, a good example from Neo is um, won't spoil anything for you is uh there are some demon creatures that right in the very sort of first level you fight like one or two and they're really really scary and really oh, horrible God, they are. and they're like mini bosses they don't respawn yeah. it does have um, like this thing for mini bosses like gorillas they like. live in the mist for a bit and then yes. they come out they do they do yeah. and you, you're like oh these things are really scary oh my god and then sort of by the the second level you're like oh it's just a standard enemy I'll just fight loads of them and kill them. and they come back and you know it, it feels you're building skill it's one of those things that rewards you I think a lot of the pleasure people get from these Soulsborne type games oh, it's just the is feeling that, of accomplishment from yeah. actually finishing a bit yeah the difficulty is part of it 
Yeah, well, it's why it's an accomplishment to, to finish yeah, a level. Yeah, because you know that you've done well. The game isn't necessarily holding your hand. Um, Although I would say this one does a lot more than the Souls games. I think it breaks you in easier, definitely. <laughs> Lubes up first. It does, yeah. It is um, uh, the first, the, f- the very first area actually doesn't only introduces the very basic elements of the game. Yeah. The first real mission, if you like, then expands on that. And then by sort of the third mission or so, it's kind of gone and, and go, off you go. If you've played the Souls games before, you'll feel quite at home because you've kind of just got to figure out what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. Yes tries to hold your hand in places and go look this is how you can use some things this if you look here it tells you how to do this and this and this the thing is that at no point does it ever mention that those things are there <laughs> if you stumble across the hand helpy bits wicked if um, you run past some hand help then no but i recently found that the the dojo actually teaches you how to play the game a bit it's in going in the right direction with this is how you do things, but in yeah. a slightly roundabout way. Does that mean that the game itself is less difficult than a Souls game? Because I think you know, if you, I would say people buying this are going to be Souls fans for the most part, mm, p- potentially. I, I think it appeals to that certain yeah, person, but I think not being a Western-looking, even though it was produced in Japan, Dark Souls, yeah. and looks very sort of Western medieval fantasy. Yeah, uh, knights and big swords. This has a completely different aesthetic to it. Once you get past the opening area, yes, yeah. <laughs> the opening area is knights and big swords. It is, yeah, yeah. The people that that made this are Team Ninja, responsible for most famously, I think, the Ninja Gaiden games, which again were renowned for their difficulty, sort of their combat, that much more fast paced than. It's, sort of they, Dark Souls. I always saw Ninja Gaiden as being more Devil May Cry than Dark Souls. Yes, but more, but still hard oh, as yeah. nails yeah. in places and and so it kind of feels like a, almost like a circular thing I think that maybe Dark Souls may have been inspired by them and then yeah. they've come back round and there's kind of a, a circularity there is it is it more accessible do we think we're kind of beating around the bush on this I suppose it's hard for us because I've played Demon Souls mm-hmm. Dark Souls 1, 2 and 3 and Bloodborne and have completed three out of the five I didn't complete Demon Souls because I came to it very late and it's really hard and I didn't complete Dark Souls 3 because I didn't like it that much whereas I own but haven't opened Demon Souls I've completed Dark Souls 3 twice because I really enjoyed it Cool. I completed Bloodborne twice because mm. I really enjoyed it I've done most of Dark Souls 1. I don't think I ever actually finished that. And yeah. I didn't bother with 2 because apparently it wasn't as good. So, so we've, we've got a Dark Souls pedigree. So we're used to playing this style of game. So for someone yeah. brand new coming in, it, it might be slightly hard to, to judge. I think if you gave a new person Dark Souls 3, they would have a much harder time than giving a new person Neo. Why? I think this is easier to get into for a completely new person. I don't think the game is necessarily easier, but I think that getting into it as a new person is because it has a tutorial level. It doesn't just go, this button lets you attack and this button lets you dodge. Off you go. Yeah, it does these... Forget little... every other thing in the game out for yourself. Yeah, it it does... You can talk to the blacksmith and the blacksmith will explain why you can click the certain buttons that you can and what will happen yeah you can visit the dojo and train in how to use the different types of weapon rather than having a single flash up prompt that says press this button to hit there you go you're done go away yeah it's it's much more 
direct in that way. However, I've not found it to be any easier than, no. say, picking up Dark Souls 3 when I'd already played the other four games. No, I completely agree. It, But it does... It's a better introduction to the series, maybe, because it gives you that little bit of a nudge in the right direction. Yes, I think it's more willing to just sort of ease you in before it kicks you in the face. Yeah, it will teach you the basics properly. Yeah. More than just these are the buttons to control your character. Yeah. So, but yeah, like I said, I, no, I agree. It's not. It's not easier than a Dark Souls game. It, this isn't. It's. It's faster. Yeah, is it? Does it feel as rewarding to you then? Because we don't get fixated on difficulty. Because I think sometimes people fetishise oh, the. It's so hard. Yeah. Oh, I must be amazing because I completed this game. It's like no, you've got perseverance. They just like hard things, Brian. They do. Some people do because people say, you know, Dark Souls. You you get killed. You die horribly. You go back. You've learned a couple of the moves of the thing that killed you. Therefore, you get a bit better. And then when you finally kill it, you're like, yes, I'm amazing. I would say it is as equally rewarding and frustrating as a Dark Souls game, yes. yes because yeah. there have been moments where, um, again, something I think we'll discuss later, that yeah. infuriated you into going, bollocks to it, I'll do it later. And I sat there for an hour going, no, I'll do it now. No, bastard, yeah. bastard. Fuck's sake, I will, I will, will do it. Yes! And then I sent you a picture because I was really proud that I'd done it. Yes. And, <laughs> and that's it. And, I, and, it, and it has that the same way that Dark Souls did. Yeah. It's difficult for me because I've played this game through a fog of illness <laughs> and therefore my capacity for frustration was severely reduced. But I found the beginning of the game much much less frustrating than even sort of getting back into the groove in something like uh, Bloodborne or Dark Souls 3, having played the others. there was th- They changed things up just enough that you couldn't rely on everything you'd learnt before. <laughs> yeah. And therefore you'd get pounded. Whereas this was, this is going, and here's a thing, here's an idea, here's something you can do, and then lets you use it or not use it at your leisure. But it's actually telling you these things exist. It's nowhere near as obscure. It yes. actually has a story with cutscenes and characters. And dialogue. And dialogue, and... for instance, which the Dark Souls games notoriously, you're a person wandering around a broken land and you kind of figure out the story by reading the item descriptions and looking at, oh, they built a statue here, that must mean, and you make these inferred guesses. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. no one knows <laughs> for sure. Whereas this is based, we probably haven't really, we're really bad at this today. This is set in the 1600s in Japan in a real place. Do you know the background of it? Um, it's like, kind of dark blue and black. <laughs> uh, and he's right. jumping forward so, out of a... Originally, this was going to be a film. Really? The story was going to be a film. Okay. What they did is they took that, like, samurai feudal Japan type thing. Yeah. Added demons... <laughs> Okay. And made Neo. Uh, Neo is based on Oni, an unfinished script by Japanese film director Akira Kurosawa. <laughs> yeah, he's like famous and really good. Yeah. Quite a big thing. Yeah. Um, for this. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely talk story, but it has a very uh, latest, we, to yeah. avoid spoilers, it's a very different approach to storytelling. You have clear goals, objectives, and connections to characters. And that in itself, I think, makes it more accessible than the Souls. Yeah, because you go, why am I doing this? Ah, why am I here? What am because I doing? you must ring the bell. 
why do I need to ring the bell? You must ring the bell. Uh, <laughs> is a kind of Dark Souls plot hook. Yeah. Uh, whereas in Neo, it's like, oh, I'm doing this for this reason. I've met this person and they're helping me do this and I'm chasing this goal. It's very clear why you're doing the things you're doing. Now, the other thing that Dark Souls type games are notorious for is this weird kind of multiplayer but not thing that they do. Now, in the Dark Souls games, you have sort of shadows of different people running through your um, yep. through your game so Which you can I see love. them. Um, I do like that. We don't have that in Neo. No. Um, in Dark Souls, you are open under various conditions. They change in all the games to being invaded. Yes. There is none of that. Sadly. What you have in Dark Souls as well is you can see the where other people died. And you do have that in Neo. With a twist. With a twist, yeah. So rather than being invaded... Uh, by someone what you can do is walk over to where they died interact with their grave and it summons like a revenant undead version of that person for you to fight yeah um, so you, based you... on what they were equipped with and the skills that they had when they died and that's interesting it is and there's a whole system attached to that that we haven't reached yet i quite like fighting them yes um i have a thing where i like to if someone's like 10 levels lower than me i'll just summon them and murder them because it'll be that's easy exactly what like, i do yeah um, but they do drop they've got a chance of dropping some of the loot they were equipped with yes and you can see what kinds of loot they had the the quality of it um, and so you might see someone with lots of lots of rare loot now we'll come to that in a second okay. because the loot is a big thing in the game yes. the other thing it borrows from the Soulsborne type games is the ability to summon other players into your game so that they can help you or you can go and be the white knight and go and help people Are you more goldy coloured but yeah yeah it changed from the demo. In the demo, you could summon anyone at any point. Mm-hmm. In this, you need to have completed the area to go back and be summoned within it. So you can't play the game directly alongside someone else and just sort of bounce between each other's worlds and, and sort of slowly work your way through yeah. together, which I think has upset some people that were kind of hoping to do that. Um, it does mean that the person that you are summoning has definitely killed that boss that you can't kill to finish the level yeah. and probably knows what they're doing. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, you uh, or they were helped by someone else <laughs> and they have no idea what they they are doing and now they're passing their idiocy on to you. I helped this guy through the entire level. Now he this is quite an early level and he wasn't very good at yep. all, bless him. And I was showing him where all the uh, the kadama, which are a kind of collectible creature that gives you boosts at the shrine, uh, little cute frog creatures with uh, rice bowls on their head, not coffee cups, Joe, as you said. Mm. It's a Japanese game. Yeah, and it's one of those things that is a slight barrier to me. Being full of the weird little cutesy things occasionally. okay. Because I don't like Final Fantasy because chocobos and Mm. weird cat things. It's a bit more Japanese in that that sense. It's like the bit in Dark Souls 1 where everything's been men in plate mail and uh, big demon monsters and then a wibbly-wobbly Japanese serpent dragon thing with big dangly earlobes appears out of a, um, a hole in the ground. Yeah. And I was like... Oh yeah, this game's Japanese, isn't it? That's really <laughs> weird to me from my culture. Um, it really yeah. put me off for about um, ten minutes. I went and had a cup of tea. Um, you can rescue these little creatures, yes, and then they go and sit on the shrines, yeah, making a fucking ton of weird noise, yeah, which yeah. means I don't like hanging around shrines. Oh, I, I like them. Fucking shut up. I really like them. I think they're they're cute. No, I want to throw rocks at them, but ah. it doesn't let me. Oh, I tried. Um, yeah, if you try and shoot them, they hide. Yes. They get annoyed when you pull your weapons out. In the coffee cups. Yes. So anyway, my, my convoluted story, I helped this guy through the yep. entire level. We cleared everything. 
and then you can't you can't use the shrines that you've already used. Uh, you can only use once each got, shrine once. Yeah, when you've got yeah. someone summoned into your into your world. And I knew this guy wasn't ready for the boss, but there was nothing else to do in the entire level. So I kind of very apologetically ran him towards the boss, um, and uh, he died about thirty seconds later. Just taken a moment to his passing. <laughs> and for those people that are maybe on the fence or are listening to this out of interest, um, then if you're going to play this game, I would recommend you get it fairly soon. Because yeah. at the moment, it's got a huge explosion of players. It's the number one best-selling game in the UK at the moment. Awesome. At the time of this recording, it seems to be doing really well. As it should. Um, spoiling our final verdict. Um, and it's it's got that community going on of people that are sort of at the same sort of levels I remember yeah. I got into Dark Souls pretty much on release day and loved it for the summoning and, and yep. the player interaction I then went back and played Demon Souls which was an empty cavernous wasteland with hardly <laughs> anyone playing it yeah and it made the game feel that much more difficult because I couldn't summon in some help I couldn't go and safely farm a bunch of souls in someone else's world yeah, so I think it's a good time if you're if hopefully we're we're interesting you in this game. Wouldn't have bothered otherwise. It, it's a good time to, uh, to the, pick it up. I think. Yeah, the, well, these yeah. games are always like that. Now, especially at the lower levels, and if you're new to the series, it's definitely a good time. Or if you're going to buy it much later on, like buy a friend a copy as well and make them play at the same rate you are, <laughs> <laughs> so you can help each other. Yeah, double bit. your investment. Something else. One of the last real things that this does differently to Dark Souls. Dark Souls is one big open world. As was Bloodborne, and as was Demon Souls. No, Demon Souls not. Demon Souls had a hub area and separate levels. Oh, okay. This this is very much mission based. Yeah. So you go and do mission one and do some stuff, and then you do mission. Then then you go back to your main map screen and you do mission two, and then there's some sub missions you can click on. So. In I, that way as well, actually, it's quite nice for newer players because it's very guided in what you should be doing. Yeah, you can see a level recommendation for each area Chuck. and it's bullshit. <laughs> I've been steadily getting further and further away from those recommendations yeah. in my character level, getting higher mm. higher than it, not lower. Yeah. And still finding the game quite hard in places. So before we get into sort of spoiler and, and sort of real crunchy discussion, I suppose. Mm. Anyone that's been inspired by us to go and pick this game up. Uh, what tips would you give them as a starting player? I would suggest that they start with swords. Yep. Because swords are one of the easier level weapons to use. Yeah. I didn't, and I'm now using a sword. Yes, there are five different weapon classes plus ranged weapons. Yeah, the swords are, are quite easy, easier to use. They're quite balanced. Yeah. They're they defend quite well and you can attack quite well and what i would would recommend for for people is to is to take the game slowly yep don't be afraid to return back to a shrine spend your your uh, your amrita to level up yeah. and then do it again obviously don't bore yourself to death with leveling up as well mm. if you're find out what the primary things are for your weapons primary stats yeah, have a look. It does tell you in the weapon uh, thing. You press L two a couple of times or something, and yeah, it also says when you choose to level up. It says at the bottom of the screen when you've got a stat highlighted. It yep. will say primarily effects. 
yes. type of weapon. So I've mostly been leveling up my cannons. <laughs> um, Even though I didn't get a cannon for ages. Yeah, but it, you, I would, I would get your get your main ones of those to ten. It's a yeah. fairly good number. Um, um, I would say spirit is very useful to get to ten because uh, one of your abilities um, that chains off your your guardian spirit. Yeah. Um, they they get better the higher your spirit is. Uh, but the starting one I started with it had extra abilities up to ten. Up to ten, yes. and they were useful abilities. There is also um, again we're all over the place. One of the ways this game differs from Dark Souls type games is you're managing not just your health and your enemy's health, but your stamina, which is the same as Dark Souls. They have yeah, the stamina yeah. cage. Yeah. But what this does is it has it doesn't call your stamina stamina. It calls it key. Yes. And you can regain some of the key you spend attacking by using a key pulse. Pressing R1 at the correct time. Yeah, so the bar kind of fills up. It feels to me very much like the active reload in the Gears of War War series, where you have to press the button at the right time and you get a bonus. Yeah, well, well, Dark Souls doesn't have any of it. Bloodborne had a, you can regain some help if you've just lost, if you bash things quick enough. Yeah. Whereas this, yeah, you have this extra little mini game it seems in combat that allows you to be far more effective if you can master it and it's really important because if that runs out and you get hit you get stunned and then you're open to a mega hit that will quite likely kill you against anything Um, powerful backstrikes from dark souls essentially yes yeah you want that to stay as high as possible so there's kind of this again it's a risk reward do i go in and attack them now and risk if i don't kill them getting attacked so back i figured out how much key i need to kill certain enemies yeah yeah you do you get that kind of that thing and then you go to a new area and the enemies have leveled up slightly or changed in a and different go, way Aha, i can still do this afterwards yeah, yeah. So. one of the things i'd recommend is one of the skills that you can unlock quite early on is one that lets you recover your key while you dodge so not just using the r1 button but by pressing the dodge button it will act as if you've done a pulse at that yeah. point that's really useful because you can kind of you can use these pulses to clear enemy dark magic and help Which you just out. Seems to stop your key regenerating. Yeah, it also regenerate because all the enemies have stamina key yeah. as well as health, and it regenerates theirs quicker if they're kind yeah. of evil, nasty enemy demon type creatures. Yeah. Um, I use a lot of stuff that works on stunning the enemies, so I actually uh, clear all of those. Um, fair enough. Uh, so. Being able to sort of dodge and still get some of it back, even if it's not a perfect strike, and yeah. you get all of it back, you'll still get some of it back, was really, really useful to me. Um, um, and made the game feel a lot less challenging at the beginning because you are you can essentially forget the R1 button for a little bit and just yeah. dodge. You, you attack a couple times, then dodge away, and you'll get some of it back. And it's kind of eases you in a bit. If you're struggling with this as well, or you think it's something you might struggle with, start with the little wolf guy for your spirit because you get an option of three yeah I believe and you level him up to six seven seven or eight I think and yeah. you get a 20% increase in your key recharge yeah uh, that that I found really helpful and is the reason I'm still using him yeah so you've got got some little bits there the other thing I'd say is um, is try not to get mobbed by lots of enemies at, at once yeah, if you can, you have um, you have range weapons, which is really smooth to switch between oh, melee so and nice. range. 
uh, from playing Dark Souls and similar. Clumsy as shit. <laughs> yeah, you've got to press a button, then you do the thing, and, and this you and just pull aiming a, a trigger. with them and hitting things at any range. Yeah, yeah you you pull L two to bring out your range weapon, and then you can press R two to shoot, and you can aim properly like any other game. Yes, really, really good. And you get more um, more damage for headshots. Yeah, so you can you can kind of kite enemies, so shoot one, and it will run towards yep. you quite often, or you can shoot an enemy in the head, do a load of damage before you have to fight them. Yeah. Again, like the Dark Souls games, the enemy placement will not change. So you'll know once you've played through a couple times, maybe returned and levelled up or died a couple times and had to get your um, your Amrita back, you will, you'll go, right, oh, that, that guy's over there. Oh, I know he's there. Right, I'll move around the corner. I'll shoot him in the face. Oh, three quarters of his health bar's gone down. Yeah. And you might even be able to run over and finish him off. Uh, before he can get get back up and attack you, um, there is a, there are a couple little bottlenecks in the first proper mission of the game, not the sort of yes. the opening level, that deliberately bottleneck you to I think to try to sort of get you to try these sorts of strategies, yeah, I think so. um, and to which is nice introduce you to fighting groups. And actually, if we're gonna if we're gonna yeah. talk about anything, any other sort of bonus to say this is really good. The level design in this game is amazing. Yeah, I've been really enjoying the way yeah. everything's put together and the different ways you can go and everything. Yeah. Like that. So you mentioned in Dark Souls One that the world was this big, open, yeah. sprawling, interconnected thing, whereas this is much more mission based. However, within each mission, there are shortcuts to unlock. Yeah. There are multiple sections to each of the uh, the main missions. Um, and you can find sort of um, different pathways through and, and side areas, and you're encouraged to explore to find these Kodama creatures that oh, help you out. And probably a final tip for new players: if you're finding that the boss is miles away, yeah, there will be a shortcut somewhere. Yeah, there will uh, there will probably be a shrine closer to it than. Or you found a shrine a earlier way. that had a door saying this can only be opened from the other side because some prick barred it. Yeah. Well. Find that door. That's a climb, Neo. <laughs> yeah, it's just a wooden fence away. Or just slide your katana through and cut through the bar. It's that's that probably in a patch. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, find find these these uh, yeah. passageways and uh, other ways through the doors because yeah. they really do help. Yeah, and I just emphasise: don't don't be afraid to be patient. No, I far, I die far more when I'm getting excited and just running in and trying to kill things. Yeah. Whereas if you patiently act like you'd yeah. assume a samurai or this kind of fighting would actually happen yeah. really you know when samurais are fighting demons when yeah. that really happens they would be more patient yeah we haven't talked at all about how this game is like Diablo <laughs> yeah um, another one of my favourite games one of the things this game does is it has that lots and lots of things enemies drop stuff all the time yes the stuff is colour coded so well, a white sword is just a sword yep. a yellow sword it has slightly, a couple of abilities on it. Yeah, a blue sword is even rarer and might have something really, really cool. Yeah. And a purple one is unique. There is only one of them and it's amazing. Yes. And you've got lots of stuff. You've got the five different types of weapons. You've got head, leg, arm, chest, chest, feet, uh, feet armor. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, like talisman things that you can yes. attach yourself to make you, you better. You've got the three different kinds of ranged weapon. You've got lots of stuff, and you've got like a whole crafting system beyond yeah, that as well. Yeah, and, and each of these things that drop will, can have different properties. It's not like in Dark Souls, where if you find the Dark Sword, you found a Dark Sword. Yeah. This one, you might have found a Dark Sword that gives you a bonus on 
hitting an enemy from behind or in different stances or in, in any kind of there, there was so much variety and yeah and that Diablo could, is the closest that felt slightly overwhelming to me to start with oh, I, I had so really much stuff excited. yeah because I know you like that sort of you're looking through going oh this we- this is slightly less tough armour but it will give me this bonus that links to that currently bonus. doing that with the set and, and there's item yeah. sets if you're a yeah. Diablo fan there are item sets so if you get all bits of the yeah, set you, you get, get all bonuses. the armour of the bull then you unlock the bull's abilities yeah. and, and such like I finished one level with 260 items in my inventory that's crazy that's a lot of stuff but one of the things is don't get too attached to stuff you build familiarity with your weapons and it will make some of, some of their abilities better and you'll get samurai points for mastering this particular sword oh, is that what that does Every now and again, I go. It like I tried to sell something at one point, and went, "Are you sure you're really familiar with this weapon?" I was like, "Well, I'm not that attached." It's a big blue bar at the yeah, top. Yeah, I know. Of the I know that goes up, but I didn't really realise it was doing anything. Don't get too attached to stuff. Um, you will find ways of carrying certain abilities on if you like something and, and things like that. I think but if you find a better bit, just chuck, chuck the better bit on. If you find a better sword, put the better, use the better sword. Yeah, and just go through like that. And you can. One thing I did a lot in the first few areas of the game is you can offer up as a sacrifice at the shrine all the stuff you don't like yes so you go up to the shrine and you go gods i've murdered all these people for you here's 47 swords seven (laughs) hats um and a stabby thing on a rope um and probably the best way of getting elixirs as well it gives you it gives you extra items to help you out and it gives you ones amrita to level your character up Um, and that was just for the first couple levels you'll find other uses for them and you might want to do other stuff but especially when I was at that first sort of couple shrines before the game opens up properly into sort of the map thing that it does and stuff like that I found that really useful because I I got quite a few levels out of just selling all the the many things I found or sacrificing the many things I found that again helped my character get tougher quicker which then made the game slightly easier um and you know you, you kind of get you reach sort of little tipping points with levels in these kinds of games you get to a yeah. point where you go and I'm probably slightly too powerful for this and so it's become much easier yeah. or, and it's partly mastery and partly levelling up in a lot of games you get to a point and you go oh this has become easy now because I've figured this out and the rest of the game is quite easy Yeah, this goes yeah and then, then it'll introduce a new thing that you don't know the timings for that has new attacks that ignores something that you're doing and it becomes challenging again oh it does yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk spoilers slightly yes. now so, so if, if you do not want to hear bits of plot more exciting things that are going on in the game if you want to discover them for yourself mute it so it looks like you've mm. listened um, <laughs> or, or just just go away. Yeah, it's fine. We haven't even talked about how fluid the combat is. And how oh, nice I know. it is. It's fine. They'll figure that out on their own. Yeah, cool. Um, so, yes, spoiler time. Um, the story. Then, what do you think of the story? It being based on a famous film that was never made. Uh, you don't like the fact he's Irish and in Japan. No. Why? Because a lot of cutscenes. There's a bunch of Japanese people sitting on the floor talking. And being very Japanese. Yes. In their, well, I think this. I uh, think well, they're, this. Thinking, they're talking in Japanese. Yeah, and it's subtitled. And, it's subtitled, uh, and, yeah. I, and, and then fucking Leprechaun Man jibbers on says something. And he's a prick. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. I, that couple, one, I don't know if it's just this one cutscene. Yeah. But he basically just like... Fucking! What's this wanker going on about? <laughs> it's it's. Weird. Oh, I quite like him. I find him engaging and slightly roguish. 
I miss the silent protagonists <laughs> of Dark Souls and the not existing story. And I don't I don't like this whole Hi, I'm the leader of a clan and I lost my sword. Can you go find it for me? Because I've done twenty seven of those. And I'm fed <laughs> up of it. Different yeah, hook, please. Yeah, there's there's um one thing I do like about the the game is that it's got the submissions, so you can kind of ignore those, but they encourage you to go to new areas or to revisit old areas that have been slightly remapped or sli- or the enemies have been completely changed. Yeah, you might start at the end of a level and work through it backwards. Yeah, which is um, interestingly yeah, like so you fun. feel both sort of familiar and not at the same time, and it's getting a lot of mileage out of these these areas, but it's definitely appealing to that mindset of someone who doesn't mind doing similar things again. It's nice to have someone else to play it with to discuss the game with yeah. and how, just how to, does this work and I, like if you get massively well in Dark Souls we'd summon in and help each other yeah. out yeah well in, in this I was yeah. like do you know how these things how set items work I've, tried, I've, yeah. I've got the entire set and I'm wearing it all and it comes up saying nothing like, do you meet the prerequisites where are they <laughs> yes what are yeah. those Where? yeah oh no I don't yeah. although it does hold your hand more it does mention prerequisites once in a very easily skippable place and then I forgot they existed until all my abilities on a thing were greyed out and I realised I didn't have enough strength yeah yeah weird yeah our story what? spoilers have been rubbish at the moment does but we are talking deeper about the does the he does everyone else know about guardian spirits right some people seem to know that the guardian spirits exist Yes. Some people don't. Yes. So you meet a mage who goes, this is my guardian spirit. And you fight it. Yeah, and yeah. it tries to murder you. And then everyone's fine with that. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Again, I think there's some cultural differences. Hashtag in Japanese of... things. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'd, I'd be really annoyed. Whereas William obviously has this ability to see the guardian spirits. He knows he had one and he can see other people's as well. When he other meet... people don't seem to be able to do. You can gain, by meeting people and sort of befriending them, and you can get an element of their spirit to join you. You don't take it away, but you kind of get... Well, you get possessed by their spirit and you see something through their eyes or something. Yeah, and you're kind of linked with that character. And I think it's a kind of idea of um, fate and destiny entwining for characters. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a very... I found a guardian spirit Yeah. now that's a bit like, yeah, if I join with this guy, I might get to fuck everything up and it'll be brilliant. It's like... That right. sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got really excited because one of the guardian spirits was a giant bull... Yes. And I, I miss the yak that I used to play in our uh, tabletop role-playing game. William is a is a Jap- is, he's an Irish man who was working for the Queen of England, uh, pirating uh, and re- Rita f- around Japan, and then came back and the Queen decided she wanted to pretend it never happened and was going to execute him. And you break free. Yes. And then you find that there's an alchemist who is going off to Japan to get even more, and you want to stop him because he steals your guardian spirit. Steals the, fa- the potatoes fairy. Yeah. Yes. It's not a potato fairy. He basically is keeping it in a potato. It's a jar. It's not a potato. So, if, has there been any spoil- uh, spoilery story things that you've really enjoyed or thought <sighs> are rubbish? It's got a slightly bonkers feel to it in places. It's Japanese, they... Yeah, they have a very different approach to storytelling. Because <laughs> um, you don't like Final Fantasy. No. Because of certain... Mix, mixture of very light elements and very he- dark elements. It is tonally inconsistent. Yes. Um, yeah, I struggle with that from an immersion point of view. Yeah, it can, can break. Um, and I, was, I thought the new Final Fantasy looked really cool, but I just can't bring myself to buy it because it will bug me. 
boy bands road trip adventures yes yeah i didn't like the look of boy bands road trip adventures and um, i'm a I, i'm a big fan of final fantasy uh, One series the, the, I, the combat's not wanky anymore yeah. so i think i'll enjoy it see i played the demo and didn't like it because it wasn't like it used to be right. um, Fair enough. <laughs> um i'm not a fan of metal gear solid because the story is so utterly insane that it just like why what is happening i don't care nothing yeah. nothing happens um as far as the story and the progression goes yeah this seems for, to be fairly yes yeah. for neo it seems fairly okay yeah the bobbins thing i was going to mention was yeah. you meet a guy who's got a spirit animal that is a cat with a bejeweled eye patch and some kind of samurai gear on that he keeps he no, keeps, no, he no, keeps it's in not his, his pocket i don't know if it's his yeah he's got a right. real cat that lives in his dressing gown Right. He appears to be able to see the spirit, but he thinks it's a cat, and he looks at its one eye to see how its pupil has dilated in order to tell the time. But it's also a spirit that can talk to you and kind of follows you around. Well, yeah, it now follows me around and randomly pops up and talks inane bollocks at me. It's sometimes, look at that wall over there. Um, And it kind of... All right, jazzy pirate cat. Yeah, yeah, it has a jazzy pirate cat. And that's really odd. Normally, if this wasn't a Soulsborne style game, it would have put you off. I would have probably stopped by now and yeah. just got annoyed. Like you don't like the Kadama, the little no. green frog-like creatures with the rice bowls on their head. I think they're quite adorable and they're cute. And I find one and it like it's like waving at me, and I'm like, oh, it's so cute. I quite like going out, but like because it goes oh guide them back to the shrine I thought you might pick it up put it on your shoulder and have to take it back but he just kind of like points over his shoulder and going like fuck off yeah. and carries on it's it, back yeah. at the shrine where the shrine is mate oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. cutesy bollocks aside the game's still fucking solid and fun and amazing which is why I'll, I'll yeah. tolerate it I'm not hugely invested in the story I have to admit how, how many warlords lose their swords and go I don't really want to kill myself can you go get it back well they can't go get it back because I've got a sword think it through Lewin come on there's other swords well yeah there are I've got 270 of them in my backpack um <laughs> so specific moments of because we've been very glowing and we're both going to carry on and play the game lots more yeah, yeah. Uh, if that isn't obvious to everyone by now then we've done a bad job um, but there are a few moments of, of utter bullshit that have really pissed me <laughs> off the uh, the succubus stroke vampire bat woman the vampire yeah in the caves the second mission yeah she is a ridiculously hard boss to defeat I found myself transported back to the days of starting Dark Souls for the first time and going, I have no idea what's going on, and I died, and I don't know what to do. Figured out a couple of ways to make that fight easier. Yeah, you you take paralysis against her because she paralyzes you. You have acupuncture needles because that's what you use to cure paralysis because you can't move, but you can swallow a needle. I don't understand. Um, But yeah, you have those equipped in case she does paralyse you. There's a couple other things. Um, But I found her really, really tough. Most of the enemies in the game are not hyper, hyper aggressive. Yeah. She is hyper aggressive and it felt like the difficulty curve had spiked. I'd be interested if other people have had the same experience or whether I'm just a bit rubbish. I think because I played quite a tanky type character. Yeah. I like to I like to block as we've mentioned yep. earlier, and she has a couple moves where she can just grab you, yes, through your block, and it's like, but 
what, what, what's happening, Annie? You know, I had to change my play style to suit the boss. Yeah, like she can fire projectiles that go through a block. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she, mm. but she's not. But all of her, all of her attacks are mostly single target. So summoning someone else in, which is what I did, makes yeah. that fight. Uh, and it's why easier. I went back to help someone out because I went that I found that a real spike and yes. I'm used to these kinds of games I played these a lot and I was getting annoyed I remember you saying so that I the went, boss was hard and, and I went in and went oh it's a cool vampire thing oh it's cool oh oh it's hit me oh, oh I'm dead like that quick yeah yeah it kills you really quickly and that's one of the things is that these games thrive on you learning the movesets and learning yes. what they're going to do and learning oh she's made that hurt noise quickly dodge because she's going to spit purple goop at you I died so quickly the first three times I fought her that I went in and on the fourth turn I knew as much as I did on the first yeah. I hadn't learned anything Apart from the fact she flies at you straight away, so yeah. I need to hold down the block button. Apart from that, I was still... St- I'm not going... I'm learning very slowly. Yeah. I don't mind dying a lot if I feel progression. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not learning anything, I'm just <laughs> dying. But, you know, that's part of the nature of this. It's part of the challenge. And I, mean, I did feel very good when that person killed it for me. Where would we rate this in the great pantheon of uh, Soulsborne-style games? Is it going to be at the top, near Dark Souls 1? maybe Demon Souls if you're more of a purist is it going to be lurking at the bottom with such rip-offs as Lords of the Fallen uh, which I played ooh, a couple of weeks ago and is like playing Dark Souls underwater slow and rubbish I'm, I'm wet it was really wet the entire time I yeah. played it yeah not in a good way oh dear I know um, got all musty I would rather it was open worldy like Dark Souls yeah because I get I get far more invested without being chucked to a bloody map screen every and, and that that breaks immersion a little bit for me. Yeah. But once I get back into the missions for the for the core gameplay, the mechanics, the way the combat works, how the game flows, I am enjoying it as much as I have any Souls game. Yeah, I'm I'm really liking it. Yeah. Um, I'm probably not going to have much time to carry on with it and my skills will rust and decay and I'll find the game impossible. And I'll finish Uh, it and it'll be another game that you don't, yeah. Yeah, Um, but I've really enjoyed my time with it. Um, It seems really big. There's loads of gameplay there. There's loads of things you can do. Um, There's lots of incentive to go back and redo missions, even if you're farming rare items to then make equipment that you want. Which is what I've been doing this morning. Yeah, so would we recommend this game to people? No, no. Other people shouldn't play it. It's too good for them. Yeah, no. We we need to be we need to be elite. Yes, and, and dangerous. Yes. <laughs> um, I would I would definitely recommend this to anyone that has played and enjoyed a Souls game. If you like Souls type games, then you're probably already playing it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, if you think you might like that sort of thing. This is a good one to start with. Yeah, and if you if the game those types of games have appealed to you, but you've bounced off them in the past. Yeah, because um, I know the first time I played Dark Souls, I played it for thirty hours, got a, uh, just under fifty percent of the way through the mm. game, and then went, "This is way too hard, never playing it again." And I had to come back to it six months later mm. um, with fresh reserves of patience. It's a gentler introduction to that kind of game, but then yeah. it, it then ramps up and gives you the full experience. Oh, definitely. Which is nice. Yes. Don't... The, the opening is smoothed for you, but then it, it very quickly it shows is, its teeth. It, yeah, it's still a Souls game at heart, and it will still give you the same level of challenge. So, that's great. 
Awesome. So go play Neo. Um, it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive, so you may need to buy a PlayStation 4 in order to play it. Um, but I, you know, speaking for experience, that's exactly what I did, so I could play Bloodborne. Yeah, is it worth buying a PlayStation 4 just to play Neo? At this point... Yes, because you could also go and play Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Yeah, which is good. Um, we talked about Bloodborne ages ago. Well, I did. Joe was dead at the time. Um, so click a thing. It's a bit sad not having a PS4 to play Bloodborne on, I think. You just weren't one of us. We at the Critical Twits heartily approve of Neo. We do. The action RPG slash ninja simulator. Potato, potato retrieval system. <laughs> yes. Um, from Team Ninja. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed this and you found it interesting, whether you're already playing Neo or if you are just uh, peeking, if you are curious. As we said at the beginning, we don't talk about video games a lot. So if you if you have enjoyed this and would like us to talk more about video games, uh, then let us know. If you have... You, thank you for getting this far but if you really really don't want us to talk about video games anymore uh, then, then please let us know as well yeah. uh, all feedback is uh, gratefully received um, and we look forward to, to we... talking to you cool thank you very much uh, for listening uh, I've been Brian Ennis and I've been Joe Lewin and we have been helping Irishmen retrieve their potato spirits uh, since February 2017 until next time bye bye, bye.